Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Well, so welcome to Woman Who Chats, and I'm here today with Jean Hamilton-Ford. And we're just going to have a chat generally about all sorts of things, aren't we, Jean? You betcha. Why not? We've just been talking about the challenges that people are having at the moment with Facebook groups and people not actually getting notifications, not seeing anything, not being wanting to tag every, at everyone all the time. You know, what, what, how are people supposed to be seen right now, Jean? I think it's really confusing, to be fair, Sandra, because not only are people's schedules changing because of what's going on in their life, but social media is changing all the time. And it's so uncertain right now that people don't really know what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. And to navigate social media and to navigate your audience, it's you really have to almost be a specialist. Yeah, yeah. Do you think people are being like rabbits in a headlight at the moment? They just don't know which way to turn. I think all of that, yes. Because, the, like I said, the uncertainty that is everywhere, the confusion, the craziness, you know, it really does put people in shell shock. And I think they're going through a bit of analysis paralysis. Not no. only are they not only are they talking and, and really examining their businesses to decide if they're going to stay in business or not, given the environment we're in, but they also are asking questions about who they are, what it is they really believe, and what it is they really value and want to do. I think we are sort of, and you know, with the uncertainty, the financial uncertainty as well, you know, rising cost of living, energy crisis, government in turmoil, there's all those things, all those competing things. I mean, it does make you sort of sit back and think, why am I doing what I'm doing? We're only just getting over the pandemic. You know, yes. it, it's, it's as if another thing has come. And it, it almost with the, the passing of the Queen as well, it sort of put us back, didn't it? We didn't really get going in September as we would normally do after the summer. It's almost as if we didn't get going till October and then we've been hit by everything else. Everything else. And, you know, it really has brought up a lot of grief and grief settles in the lungs. So people don't feel like they've been able to breathe and they just want room and space so they can just breathe for a bit. Just let them breathe for a little bit. It's not that they're going to ignore you all the time, but give them a little bit of space and let them recuperate and they'll come back stronger because that's what we have to really latch on to is our resilience and our resourcefulness right now. And it's just really hard. I know, you know, darker nights, darker mornings I, I myself I think suffer with that sad syndrome or whatever it is you know I need my sunshine I need daylight yeah and, and those I try and get out and, and but how do you keep yourself motivated during those times Jean you know when you when you literally don't feel like getting out of bed oh I've been there really in fact it's it's almost a depression sometimes but you know I think I have to remind myself of what I'm here for you know, my banner behind me says the irresistible life. And I believe an irresistible life is one where you're eager to get up in the morning 
and one where you can sleep really well at night because you know during the day you've done your very best to contribute, to serve, to add value. And that's really all we're here to do. And if you are in that space, then getting up in the morning is easy because you want to do more of it. But even with everything going on, you know, because it throws everyone into a little anxiety and a little bit of worry, and it's easy to get overwhelmed. So I breathe. And I'm also the queen of naps. I love my naps. That's one thing that when I had COVID at Easter earlier in the year, I just couldn't help but nap every afternoon. And probably for a good month after, you know, the nana nap became part of my thing. And quite often at the weekend now, I find myself, I sit down after my lunch and I have that little nap. My dad did it his whole life. You know, he had that, that post-lunch nap. And you look at, I mean, I'm half Italian. You look at the Europeans, they have siesta time. They do. They you know, do. They have long lives. There's something in it. And I think part of it is it just allows your body and your brain some downtime, even if you don't think it does, because I'm a prolific dreamer. And I think sometimes that I haven't even been to sleep. But it does allow your brain to work things out so that when you do wake up, you're feeling a bit more like you're on top of things, hopefully, and you can find your solutions in your dreams or in your nap time, because you've given your brain time to solve things. I dream. I mean, I sometimes dream epic movies that I wish I could write down because they're so good. And I yes. don't wake up. They are really, really enjoyable. And I remember them as well when I wake up. I was at Qatar in the World Cup the other night. But uh, apart from that, but no, it, and I, you know, through my life, if I've had a challenge or something, I've some, as you say, sometimes dreamt the solution or dreamt how a meeting was going to go or even dreamt writing an essay when I was at university. Yeah. And, you know, those, those dreams stay with me. and It almost calms me to know that, well, I've done it once. So when I do it in real life, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And there, it is really a wonderful resource if you will allow yourself to dream. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a solid sleeper as well. I, I did learn many, many years ago that if I just sort of wound down each evening, you know, no TV, no TV in the room, no looking at social media after a certain time, in bed by 10 o'clock, and I naturally wake at six. Sometimes I turn over and go back to sleep again when it's dark, but I naturally wake at six. And it's yeah. eight hours solid sleep every night. Yes. And it's so helpful because your body needs it and your brain needs it. You really do need a good night's sleep. And if you're worried about everything, you're not going to get it. So it really is important to just trust that everything will work out the way it needs to for you, because it always does. It's been my experience. You can fight whatever is in front of you because you don't want to do it. But sooner or later, it doesn't matter. You'll go around it. You'll go through it. You'll go under it. And then you'll come right back to it because it's there for you to do. If it's there for you to do, get it done. So coming back to what we started talking about at the beginning about people being sort of rabbit in the headlights, sort of being in that state of shock almost, which you, you mentioned earlier, how do we support those individuals? How do we engage them? How do we let them know that we're here for them? Well, I think from my point of view is that I don't post very often, but I do post. And people that come into my radar, I'll send them a private message just saying, I'm just checking in saying hello. 
and uh, you know, just thinking about you. So I'm here if you need any help. I'm here if you need me kind of thing. And leave it just to let them know. It's not about saying, you know, come on over. This is what we're doing. It is. I'm just here for you if you need it. I think that's such a good thing. And, and, you know, I've had some challenges myself over the last 12 months. And it's been lovely just to get those little messages. They're not expecting me to do anything. We're just saying, I'm here if you need me, thinking about you. And they're just nice messages to receive, aren't they? Yes. And to, get, and to give as well. Yes. And what just helps people understand that there are people out there who are concerned, who are aware, and who really value them and would love to know that all is well, but it isn't a requirement. And one of the other things I've been doing over the last few weeks is looking back at people I've engaged with or read their books and things like that. I've been popping onto Amazon and giving some book reviews. I've been going onto LinkedIn and giving some recommendations because people need that lift right now, don't they? They do. They do. And I think also that um, just liking a post will on, on LinkedIn will put it on your profile. So it could be someone else's post that goes on your profile and people who see your profile will then see it. You don't have to comment, just a, a small like will do it. If you want to comment, do that. That supports people too. But don't be afraid to reach out. That's some of the best support ever. Just reach out. It's yeah. easy. Well, it's been great chatting again. Um, yeah. It's uh, just nice to have a nice relaxed chat with no topic in mind. And uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of these over the coming weeks and months. So I hope you tune in for more. But today I've been talking with Jean Hamilton Ford. Thank you, Jean. Thank you, Sandra. Wonderful to be here. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your womanhood journey.